The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Ben Howard. I'm Trevor Flynn. And I'm Jack Newman. Welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. This week, we're going to be looking at a horror movie, so I'm really scared. The 2021 Malignant, which runs at our R rating in an hour and 51 minutes. You guys ready for this summary? Madison is okay. paralyzed by shocking visions of grisly murders, and her torment worsens as she discovers that these waking dreams are in fact terrifying realities, which spoils the movie, in my opinion. I hated that summary. I mean, I did not know what this movie was going to be about from that summary. But yeah, uh, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, right. I don't think anyone can predict what this movie is. I didn't think it was going to be quite so literal. I'll give it that. Like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, yeah. it's it's literally a tumor. It's great. You know? <laughs> yeah. like, like the trailer gives you information that they give you like two thirds, uh, maybe halfway through the movie, like the first reveal. So like mm. that's kind of awkward. But then like my, there's that second reveal. <laughs> that's that. My real theory twist. about this movie is that he was trying to make a movie he could spoil and not spoil at the same time. Like that's like uh, a little yeah. bit like the setup is like he's like it's like intense enough. It's just, like you don't see it coming. But you're also like you're like you're very much so like obviously mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> this dumb broad can't figure this shit out. You got a you got a baby on your head. It's called the light. No, I'm sorry. Anyway, so let's continue on. Well, Welcome to the Big Gang Podcast. We're going to be professional reviewers today. You guys ready for that? Because I am not. <laughs> what is that going to sound I like? I don't know. I don't know. Hello and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. Uh, Annabelle, starring Annabelle Wallace, Maddie Hansen, George Young. Writers is James Wan, story by. And Ingrid Bisu, uh, Akella Cooper, directed by James Wan. James Wan, of course, famous director. He's kind of been coming up in the horror scene. I've really, really enjoyed a lot of his work. He was the director, of course, for Furious 7, Aquaman. And saw the original saw 2004 and the conjuring series which is i think i mean i think he's a producer on the conjuring series or did no, he, he directed con- uh, one and two he did he did one and two right the, the first the first conjuring none of the spinoffs but he's like producing all those and he's a good julianaire yeah he's he's, he, he's, he's, yeah. he's it's sort of interesting because you know conjuring was was a pretty i think conjuring was his last horror movie he made conjuring two yeah. Anyways, but um, he did kind of go off into this uh, what you think a lot of horror directors would do normally, which is just kind of bounce up. And I think the most comparable, well, not bounce up, but like I think a lot of people, directors view horror as a stepping stone to what they really want to do. Um, a lot of them have said that they got into which, horror because it's cheaper to make and it's easier to sell and kind of stuff like that. Um, Which I'm going to say, I'm not necessarily sure that's not true of him because he did bounce up to do Aquaman and then no, that's what I'm DC. Usually what, what, what I'm saying is usually the horror directors abandon the horror genre when they get to do an Aquaman. That's what I'm saying. That, oh, uh, they, and then he, they're, they're like, yeah. I'm not that anymore. And uh, and so I think the one comparable example to what this film is, because it's it is a horror movie, but it's also very much made by a guy who's just made billion dollar movies mm. uh, as well. Yeah. Uh, it reminded me the most of Drag Me to Hell. Have either of y'all seen Drag Me to Hell? Drag Same Me to movie. I Love You, Man. Drag Me to Hell is an infinitely better movie. It's a better movie. I'm not going to yeah. deny that. Yeah, okay, but cool. in terms right. of the, the interest of Sam Raimi of going from like a low budget horror to a very expensive but still very much him horror movie in Drag Me to Hell, 
after doing all the Spider-Man movies, I think Malignant kind of hit me in a similar uh, way in that it's not really like a classic horror movie, even in the James Wan sense, and uh, especially is in the last 30 minutes. <laughs> yes. So yes. Um, it, it's, it was a fascinating experiment on that level for me. I can't deny it's very weird and, and dumb. I, I, the the core is all right, but look, I had a lot of fun. That's that's I'm, where I'm torn. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think this isn't the worst movie I've seen this year, but uh, I think a lot of the value that I'm gonna take from this movie was unintentional hilarity. Oh, me and Katie sure. watched this. We shit ourselves like, laughing. Th- that was in my the question. Like he has to know, right? Like he, but has, yeah, to, he has to know something. Like, also, right? I watched too much true crime to like take the cops in this movie seriously. Like oh, the you cops would in this movie. hold oh, her. Sorry, like there's so much. Maybe that's like me personally, but I was like, hold the bitch. What you doing? <laughs> like I'm sorry. I'm like I don't like say anything inappropriate, but like I was like, yeah. I think I think the biggest sin for me of this movie is the tonal whiplash right because like we go from like abusive mother relationship where she literally like gets slammed into the wall and it's like that's that's like a lot that was like a lot guys that one scene is like a lot to carry this movie it's just like oh man and he gets his comeuppance and i agree with that but it is like it is like it, it was one of those movies where i was like i legitimately like probably wanted a bigger trigger warning in front of this movie to be entirely honest because yeah, I, was I mean like, it doesn't give you any signs of being about abuse which it's not but that, that it's not uh, really about like, it yeah like it's, a it's, triggering <laughs> point it's like a setup you know for, it, it's definitely about like psychological horror and it wants to thrust that into your face but it's not like it's not great in that yeah. way it feels a little icky. I, I agree. Yeah, it's like, like there's a lot of iffy moments for me, and on top of it, I think I enjoyed it, and I and I and I really want to get drunk and watch this with you guys, which I think is a positive thing. And James Wan mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, you're gonna say everything else. He is an incredibly competent director. Like I, I have nothing wrong, though. I will admit that, like you know, I love like how superhero he goes in that jail scene with like her just like all of a sudden just turning around and like ripping the spines out. I'm sorry. Sorry, the best superhero fight scene in the last 10 years was directed by him, and it is that Aquaman rooftop chase with Black Panther. I'm sorry, like James Wan, James Wan, I have like infinite respect because he really he, like that, and it's there's so much camera movement, and I hate all of that shit, but that scene with Black Mana and him fighting like through fucking Italy and or Sardinia is just like it's like a it's like a fantastic scene and I love I love it and I know that he is like and he shows that here like it is amazing like like she goes full like twisted twin Captain America for like five minutes and it's <laughs> it's fun to watch it's dumb but it's fun to watch you know so I'm not I'm not calling this a terrible movie I had a lot of fun with this I don't uh, think it'll say uh maybe it was a budget thing but I appreciate that it was so obviously a stunt man with a rubber head. I appreciate the cheapness <laughs> of that, that effect. <laughs> it is very, very uh, admirable. I think it's just very, maybe yeah. it's the only way you can do it, but I think it's great. I think it's, if you're going to go for an 80s giallo film feel, I, apparently, I like, love that this you movie have a bad special effect. I love that this movie apparently like employed like all the stunt women in Hollywood pretty much apparently for that scene, which I love because <laughs> like That's they just needed, she has to they do just, a lot. 
Like literally, that's like the, like that cell is like all like the big stunt women of Hollywood apparently or something. Oh, so like that sick. scene, <laughs> they're like all in one room. I love it, and they're all playing prostitutes. That's right. <laughs> I mean, that's, which is kind of perfect. That's pretty great. And again, like tonally. So here's the thing for me. Yeah. I do agree. There's a whiplash element even in the first ten minutes. But I think mm. when 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 the when the movie starts with a Joel Schumacher looking Arkham Asylum <laughs> like oh, this, oh, this yes. medical yes. facility <laughs> that's on a cliff and is straight out of a Batman movie. Yeah. Um, it <laughs> I love, is oh my god, that thing. Incredible. I love and I, I think it's just one of those things you're gonna you're just gonna come in and go, the fuck am I watching? <laughs> oh, I think at some point they have like kind of like I just kind of grooved into it. Now I agree you get into the more heavy real world spice of guy throwing woman against wall, but he was so comically bad. I don't know. I guess I was able to. He was, he was like, I will, I will agree to that. One thing. Like the second she walks in, he's like, Hey bitch, you're in front of my sports. You know? Yeah. Get on the six. Cause you're a woman. Like it's, it's like, he is like, he is like by the fact that he dies like immediately. He's a bad, he's a bad guy from the nineties is what it is. It's like, we got to telegraph this shit so hard that it breaks your brain. Like I, I like, I, I, I will say what about, my favorite comment that I saw in a video was Amanda the Jedi saying that like they were talking about that castle being abandoned later and she's like bitch that is beachfront castle property like that's, <laughs> yeah. it's never gonna be abandoned it's like beachfront that, main castle property that's it, a billion dollar industry right there well, it, this movie like has an illogical level to it because yeah. James Bond clearly has a very specific set design and he doesn't give a shit if it makes sense like right. why does the lady live in a giant spooky abandoned house why does everybody seem to live in a giant spooky abandoned no house? shit right um and, and like you said they go to this abandoned hospital that was closed now granted the movie starts 19 years ago from today which means it's 1993 so the hospital sequence is not in the 20s <laughs> it's it's <not>. 90s <laughs> and then when she goes back there there's like old wooden wheelchairs and it's just like James Wan is like well you can't go to asylum without old creaky wooden chairs I don't care if it was in 1983 <laughs> like, yeah, there's a like, level of not caring that I think is either going to piss you off or for me I just kind of groove with <laughs> but like you gotta like look here's here's the only thing that i want to push across to you and i sure. and i will argue with this just it is a bad movie that we enjoy like that's that's like where i'm gonna take yeah. that's i i i want to fight i don't want to no, fight I, you on I, it. I don't want to push I it can, i can pick apart this movie a million ways i guess the question is is it intentionally doing that is it intentionally doing it well i mean those are two different things it is it, this i i would argue that the scene in the jail cell is unintentionally completely hilarious. I don't know if it was supposed to be scary or just kind of like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I also think that like, 
I don't want to be I want to be honest with you guys. Like I kind of saw the twist coming. I mean, I didn't I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't see the twist coming. I saw enough of it and I was just sort of right that I like it it didn't really like get to me. Like do you know what I mean? Like I was sort of right when I got there and by the final it like finally reveals and he's like the monster's in the back of her head. Oh, it's actually a physical tumor on the back of her head. Great. Yeah, that's so the- she's really, That was like I was like I was like, "Oh, I mean, I, I guess I, yeah, I, I, I thought it was going to be a parasitic twin, but I thought it was going to be more like a like a like a just like a little face or something, but then when it was an actual like little puppet, I lost my fucking oh, mind. I was so yeah, happy. Yeah, that camera pivot. You, you is mean a big the alien? Literally you big swing. So so you mean this lady doesn't notice the alien jaw coming out of the back of her skull? <laughs> like that's that's not something that's like, come up. <laughs> man, they really they really filmed that girl in very straight angles. If they had mm-hmm. tilted yeah. the camera any which way, they got a little Arab Morrissey on it. They would have seen the big puppet. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of Total Recall, crazy. This movie's crazy. I, I, it is. It is. Yeah, I, I will say. I, I'm not gonna say that I didn't enjoy it, and I'm not gonna say that I don't recommend you go see it. I'm just gonna say this like straight up. It ain't a good movie. And 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 I've seen reactions and critical reactions here that I agree with. That I'm like, people got people went to this movie and got pissed off. And I'm like, yeah. first oh, off, oh yeah, I mean yeah, from the trailer, like. like Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's just complete. The trailer I, is. I am a little bit. I told. We, we decided like I did not know this movie was gonna be as crazy as it was, and so we decided that we're gonna watch it on HBO Max. So yeah, this was a good stream, I think. Yes. Stream, yes. I really want to be in a packed audience. Oh, why? Yeah, I could just see, see how everybody else reacts. Mind. Yeah, oh, right. that's like, fair. I want to see them be like, "What the fuck are we watching?" Yeah, this, this I is want to like see fifty people experience the movie. You know? I want to yeah. see twenty-five pe- of those people walk the fuck out though. Like, that's, oh, they that, would. I, they I, would. They would. She starts chopping up people. They're like. <laughs> Fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to admit too, like I, I, I was I, I, I am slightly disappointed because I I'm not gonna lie to you. The opening is like I was like all in on that opening. Yeah, with, the like, opening is so like, like we're Arkham Asylum camp, and he's like Gabriel. Yeah. He starts talking yeah, to the thing. Fun. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here. Okay, what do you want from me? I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm all bored. Do you need me to finance your next five movies? Let's <laughs> go. Like I was like it's a great so opening. Just, that's why he got like fifty million dollars and no one Of course he did. He, he showed that scene. Three minutes and they're like, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Obviously, hey, print money here. It will print money in a clear you're printing money like I just I love I how it's so clearly like an unethical mad scientist situation that when shit goes wrong they have like <laughs> a tranquilizer gun mounted on the wall like it's a fucking <laughs> you, you know EMS unit or something they're like get it get it out do it it's finally time to shut the I, shit I, I love how I also love like I, I, I do love the body horror a little bit like yeah. but I wish they explored that a little bit I wish she like I don't know the thing that's the scene that's missing from this movie to like kind of make it almost a little bit there is like in, like influence the body horror more it's like she needs to just sort of like reach around and the head kind of bite her in one of the earlier scenes that that needs to happen at some and I point. think the later well I think the later scenes kind of shy away from the problem of filming it to where she's in the like dream space more towards the climax of the film yeah, in order to kind of to, abstract it because that is to, she needs to yeah. deal with the fact that she's got a fucking tumor on the back of her head that was my thing I was like yeah. if yeah and like when we went back out and when we went back I was like oh y'all ran out of Money. That's like that's right. what I said. I literally right. I said it out loud. I was like, oh, they ran out of money. This is gonna be great. And they ran out of money. That's what I said out loud. It's possible. 
That or that or reshoots. One or the other. I mean, I think it's reshoots. I this mean, is made. This is made during COVID. This yeah, is made during so, COVID. Like mm-hmm. bottom line. Well, I mean, this movie is like the classic example of this guy's made them a billion dollars just on a fucking um, horror franchise, and he's doing Aquaman. You know, like this is a guy who's made Warner Brothers like five billion dollars, and then they can he they could just have to read this script and go like, ah, oh, huh? oh, oh, oh no, oh, you sure? If you're okay. sure, buddy, like we 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 just kind of have to give you fifty million dollars. I'm sorry, I don't. He's made us five billion. That's worth it, right? I don't know. No, yeah, he's he's made you five billion on a budget of twenty million. You know what I mean? Like exactly. Like, yeah, the conjuring you, you can't. Huge hits yeah, on, on yeah. Conjuring sold theaters out. He sold theaters out on a twenty million dollar budget. Yeah, he you like suck a dick. Like just yeah. keep them in mo- keep them in money. <laughs> just say like, oh, things haven't next. been going well with your last one. Here's another twenty million. Can you go make a Conjuring eight? Because that sells yeah. shit. Or, yeah, know? yeah. Or just let us take all these. Like put a demon nun in for five minutes in Conjuring, and we'll make a whole bunch of demon nun movies. <laughs> you know, like he's yeah. just, no, no, no. You just you money. just have to like basically tee up a shitload of movies, and we're gonna go off, and we're gonna make just just basically we're gonna make shit about an evil doll and it's just gonna be you know, all we're gonna that. make three of them <laughs> oh my god is, are there legitimately three Annabelle there are movies? legitimately now holy shit so I mean this is but this is also like the same number is, as Godfather this is the this, this uh, who what studio is running Malignant actually who is actually working oh, with Warner James Wan okay so this is where Warner Brothers is he's, actually he's, he's one of the Warner Brothers. Brothers now that Christopher Nolan is gone he might be in a Warner Brothers number one I, th- I think so too, yeah, really? I think so, and I and I also think that like this is Warner Brothers' game right now. They don't need to make their they they want to be Disney, which I think is dumb because they're kind of just scooping in here into the indie scene, just sort of like owning a lot of this content, and it's like great while they're trying to build all this other things poorly on the left hand side. So I th- I, I think that like I'm not shocked that James that that, that well, James Warner Brothers is, one of the until the HBO Max thing, which I kind of don't think is more Warner Brothers than most people, AT&T who owns Warner Brothers, um, is is until that they were really known as like the the most auteur friendly. If you make money, like not like if if you're Paul Thomas Anderson, you leave, you know, your movies have never made any money. Yeah, critics love you, you know, kind of thing. But if you're like a uh, an indie director who's made money. Our good directors made a lot of money for them. They're going to stick with you forever. Like Clint Eastwood made all of his movies with Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah. uh, James Wan. Like some directors just kind of have like a they can walk in, pitch something, and almost certainly they'll find a way to get it made, kind of thing. And uh, it's interesting that James Wan is in that space since he plays around it for. That's very um, unusual. And I think Conjuring is uh, uh, he kind of purposely, or whether it was more Warner Brothers introduced. A model that wasn't really as popular before then versus your franchises you know now we're doing cinematic universes for horror movies you know so anyways i'm rambling my point being i find no. that element about james one's career very interesting and part of that coming into this movie is like i said that mix of the the high and low brow <laughs> that he's been not high and low brow sorry like horror genre tropes and crazy action movie tropes that come colliding <laughs> with no no breaks no breaks whatsoever Shut, sorry 
No, you're fine. I rambled. No, no, it's not you. It's I, I'm, I'm, I'm texting Katie how to make a Manhattan, and I feel really bad because <laughs> like, oh. I, just, I just, she's great, and I love her so much, and we're having like a great time. Sorry, we're doing uh, keto together, and it's like oh, we're nice. both like it's been working really well. Like I've lost like. 15 pounds but like i'm also like i'm also like kind of vagal (laughs) like to be entirely honest with you like i i like i i lost like 15 pounds in one week and like somebody's like you need to like slow down and i was like i was like like, well my doctor like i was like calling him he's like i feel really terrible though is that normal and he's like y'all need to like maybe like go to like 50 carbs net carbs instead of like <laughs> yeah. you know zero net carbs because it's not it's not great you know it's yeah. not great that you anyways like uh, but also like just the shits man it's like crazy you just you essentially just shit weight out of your body that's like what happens it's like it's not great like i don't know what to tell you like no, i'm sorry so sorry it's it's great you just essentially drink coffee and shit your body weight out it's fantastic um, also, you can't day. fart. You cannot fart. That's just how it is. No Never trust allowed. a fart on keto. That's like the that's like the game. Like you know. Oh, I see. I see yeah. you Have you ever pooped <laughs> yourself? Malignant. Jack Oop. Newman says, "Never fart on keto." <laughs> <laughs> Never trust a fart on, on keto. keto. Malignant. Malignant. Yeah. <laughs> five out of five. You know, because yeah. I felt yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> Not even our scoring system. No, I, 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 yeah, no, I, I, I am so torn because I did have a good time with this movie, and I do love this director, and I understand that the parts, parts and pieces, but ultimately. It is a piss poor production. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's tonally all over the place. Uh, I, I understand the person that's mad about this movie that went to it. And he's like, I really wanted another Conjuring one, which is I understand because that's like what I was kind of a little bit hoping for because Conjuring one is very good. It's James Wan. I don't think the follow up conjuring movies are as good because I feel like the distance that he gets. I mean, I think some of them are fine and then he makes these other movies and the spinoffs are pretty terrible. But, you know, I understand like the universe and what it is. I think that like James Wan making a new original horror movie and him just directly being the director got me really excited. And I think I was severely kind of disappointed by this product. It's he's still really good. Like he's still you still can just feel that competency in the director's chair. And I it's like when you're rolling through it, you're just sort of sitting there like, I mean, yeah, he's got like I mean, even when like she's just jumping through vents, which is just at that point too, it's like it just looks like her and it's annoying because like it is clearly like her and you're I'm like, what's the gimmick here? Because I was like, clearly it's just like her and her body. And I didn't notice till later on. I'm like, oh, she's just turned around, and that's yeah, what's happening. Oh, great, 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 great. Mm-hmm. I love backwards. <laughs> I thought that was uh, it looked really interesting. If you go back and watch the trailer, it's super obvious now that she's backwards murdering yeah. people. It's it's yeah. one of those things. It was where it's a good like, like payoff. Where I was like, oh, that's why. Yeah, okay, yeah. You know, like to yeah. an extent, because her body movements indicate it. It's yeah. just 
no one can move like that. Have you tried to stab somebody behind you? Because I've done that like 18 times. Oh, right. She like dislocates her joint this the other way in order to do it, supposedly, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Which is, by the way, just medically not how joints work. Yeah, not. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You think she would notice her crippling joint pain? Like, right, like, like, like she's, she's on like, she's clearly just like on like a shitload of like, I don't know. Oxy. Like, <laughs> yeah, oxy, yeah. Exercise cotton or something because like you have you ever have you guys dislocated a shoulder no i've dislocated both my shoulders it is like you know when i will say like it do it if uh, i'm not suggesting you do it but if you do it (laughs) once and you see somebody do it in the movie you're like i'm just like every time it happens i'm like bullshit no one is that tough not to cry when they dislocate it fuck you (laughs) like that's why like if you do it once, it is incredibly painful like it it sucks it sucks so hard because the nerve jangles in your arm and you just you just you just it's like one of those pains that just like hits you in the arm and goes straight to your balls i don't know why that i just visualizing for you i don't know it's just like you you, it's like you know what yeah it's like yeah it's like you hit you in the arm and then like you feel it like run through every nerve in your body and it's just sucks and you're just sitting there like oh this this like sorry i just i get really upset when everybody in movies is like i'm gonna punch like especially mel gibson in lethal weapon 4 i hate that (laughs) one where he like he like throws his arm back into this like oh mel gibson i love the pain and i'm like i'm like i hate you so much (laughs) like (laughs) so funny ironically i believes of everybody mel gibson could probably do that to himself but that's another well, discussion <laughs> no, no. i just want to point out something that i just learned that it's interesting that james Wan said that this oh sorry was it just something oh no never mind sorry wild gestures were happening i was confused no no, no um, you're good so james Wan, katie brought uh, whiskey i'm so sorry <laughs> 10 years ago people were like oh it's malignant based on this malignant man i was like what is this it was a graphic novel he wrote 10 years ago. And here's the synopsis. Diagnosed with terminal cancer, Alan Gates is resigned to die until he learns that his tumor is really a parasite. With a new lease on life and incredible otherworldly powers, Alan must fight an evil army buried beneath society's skin, all unlocking the secrets of his forgotten past. So I think it could be safely say there's a, even if it's not based on Malignant Man, it's a lot of the same ideas that he has oh, it's chopped up and screwed and changed around. And so <laughs> this makes a little bit more sense of like, I, I'm now starting to see that this could have been malignant man script at some point, And then that got canceled. And then he just kind of shish, whoosh, and shim, and shim, whoop, And now it's a different film, you know, um, but still basically doing the same weird thing i i have to get this novel and see if the killer fights backwards i guess that would be the biggest telling point but um anyways i think this kind of better explains to me the the, the weird mashup <laughs> because it's clearly something yeah. he's already been working with and maybe the whole point is more to do like again i keep comparing to sam raimi but a dark man where it's like it is very much a superhero film with crazy weird horror elements and maybe yeah. it's more they didn't want to do the superhero film, so he pushed it more to the horror film stuff, and they sold it as a horror film. But he still got his thirty-minute-long, highly hyper-violent superhero fight at the end. I don't know. I'm starting to see the, the gears in motion, and I'm starting to kind of get this movie. I, I think one of the things that is true is that, like, it, what I'm recognizing in movies now, and this is kind of true, is that like more and more. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> 
There is a puppy who needs to see you. Say hi, Ollie. Yay, puppy. Hello. Oh. Hello. You're so cute. Hi. So kissy. Hi. Pin, pin, pin. Hello, oh. say hi to the people. Oh. She's like, who are these oh. strange men that live in the box? <laughs> so <laughs> say hello. You love me? I love you too. So licky. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, pugs are. Pugs are. They are. Pugs are all about like face looks. It's cute. Anyways, uh, I I don't remember what the inside of my own mouth tastes like anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> that's horrific. Uh, no, I, I I think that like, I think that like yeah, he's got a superhero fight sequence that he's like building. But I also I think that like I think these production companies begin to build content, and it's one of those things where it's like. There's some things that like you can see like directors carry their own initial content. Like it, one of the clear distinctions is like seeing the Russo brothers carry from like the 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 paintball episode of commu- of uh, Community and then go and shoot Captain America, and you can just see their directorial style transition from there to there. And that's right. like they and, the, and then that's one of those moments when you really realize the director was the guy who like took the action and put it into the Avengers. Like that's that's and or specifically the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like all the good Captain America is like Russo Brothers doing that from then on out. What I do think is like a crazy thing is that like in this context, it's hard to to, to tell James Wan's action because I do think that like a lot of the action that he did in Aquaman and other situations is more dependent upon like, you know, him being part of like the Warner Brothers machine. And though I love that situation, and I think he had a directorial hand in it. I still think that like who are these schools of people that are putting together the production and they kind of like, you know, it's, it's like, like back in the day, Kevin Smith talks about this where he was like trying to produce a movie and the producer came up to him and he was like, I got this giant spider scene. Are you ready to do a giant spider scene in your movie? And he was like, and he, and he was like going, I was like, I don't know. I don't have a thing for that. And then years later it comes out in wild, wild west. And there's like, there's a giant spider and he's like, motherfucking giant spider and i was like it's clearly sometimes production studios like somebody has done a producer a demo of something they can do and they're like we we can totally fucking do this and it's like there's other moments of like that works in the context of marvel which is really directed because like thanos if you look version to version to version of him is so incredibly directed to the final version that actually fucking works that it's very very different if you actually go and look at them all side by side and they worked on that Marvel, I mean, sorry, Warner Brothers kind of just like gets demos that are kind of random and then just runs with those concepts into that thing. And I feel like this is kind of like one of those like superhero concepts that seems specifically random because I don't feel the DNA of like the other James Wan fight movies like specifically Aquaman. There's no Aquaman DNA in this, which makes me a little bit upset because like I really I don't like I don't necessarily respect like the structure of the Aquaman movie, but I really respect the fight scenes in there. And it really just kind of bugs me that he doesn't directorial take. I mean, he obviously it isn't a, a bajillion fucking dollars, but I feel like I would see something there and it, it is competently done, but it, it is like sort of like just weird to me. And I don't, I don't ever think that I don't ever look at it and think to myself, ah, oh, it's a good fight scene. You know, I don't I, like, I just can't. And maybe it's the head, but also like, it's, I don't know. Maybe like it's, it's competently done, but just also dumb in the context of the rest of the film. Maybe that's more. I think that's, I think that's more the problem. I, I'd be. I might watch the fight scene several months from now when I can be more divorced. Now that's fair. That's curious. fair. I need to do that. It's better because that whole time I was spending mostly going like, "What the." 
fuck is happening? Yeah, you're <laughs> screaming at the screen. I like literally have not watched and, this and, in a context in, the, in which I wasn't screaming. Yeah, well, yeah, and in that that case, you know, like the first thirty minutes outside of the crazy opening is very James Wan and the Conjuring style. He's very dramatic, but but very enjoyable. Like big long zooms and an elaborate, you know, cutting in between things and stitching shots together and stuff. Um, but uh, I was not expecting a full-on early Peter Jackson. Like, I mean, brain dead, meet the feebles Peter Jackson, where she would open her fucking back of her head to reveal a, a face. That's when it was like, okay, I don't think I can appreciate outside of just being wowed at the audacity that's going to happen after this point, which is also why, you know, you can look back and go like, uh, wouldn't she still go to jail? <laughs> she could like, possibly be like, no, it was the thing on the back of my head. That yeah, that dude has, to like, like, I'm just going to say this. You have a murder weapon. Bitch, 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 getting life. Like I'm just saying. Like the police. That's not how. That's not how evidence works. There are no they, police left. Like she killed they, like, they literally, no they literally slapped down a murder weapon with her fingerprints on it. Like it don't matter if the police died. Like she went to jail. Like and, and it also don't matter if the police don't. If the police are like on her side, she went to jail. Like that's not. She gotta get <laughs> all the Netflix documentaries. She killed a whole police station. She's she did. She killed him. Sorry, she, that was really high pitched. Uh, no, no it, it is worthy of that because it, yeah. it was like, is this Terminator 2? Like, this is brutal. Like, somebody, since Terminator has so many cops, been just horribly. Somebody horribly has a prison in the Innocence Project because somebody has a cousin in the Innocence Project because we're killing cops today. Oh, like, I, boy, yeah. I, I don't want to say that, but like, I was like sitting there like, Jesus. <laughs> There's only very specific films that kind of get away with that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, cause there are, I, I'm trying to think of actually a film that gets, a, that does it like, gets really in trouble for killing cops. Terminator one did at the time. Even though Which was, one? Uh, ter- the first Terminator. Yeah, it, it did. I, that's what I thought. Uh, yeah. 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 It, it did. It did at the time. Cause even though he's like in the supple killing machine, he's like, yeah. 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 you're on camera. Come on. Come on. Mwah, mwah, mwah. What do I take back downstairs? What's up? Oh wait! Ah! Ah! <laughs> okay, she's oh <laughs> she's killing me with the with the back of her hair. Let's see, is there a tumor back there? Let's see. Come on, is there a tumor? Oh yeah, yeah. I love you. <laughs> okay. What do you don't backwards walk. I'll take it down. Don't worry. Love you. It's not good for your joints. Say goodbye, puppy. Okay, bye. <laughs> Tell everyone hi. <laughs> it tastes like beef. <laughs> it tastes like Sorry. beef. All right. Really needs the car tomorrow. Really add something. <laughs> I'm just fucking with her. Anyways, no, I, uh, yeah, let's put some scores on this bad boy because I am actually like super curious where you guys stand on this because like I think that's the difference. I, I honestly, because like I thought, like I'm not gonna lie, in, in this horrific world of COVID and the fact that I still technically stay home because like, I haven't gotten my third shot now, and there's like this whole new thing. Sorry, living in the hospital scares the shit out of me. I don't know how you guys feel. Ben, how do you feel? You live in Texas now, right? Mm-hmm. How do you feel living in Texas? About our hospitals? Mm. No, about COVID down there. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes more sense. Um, 
not the best. My school is at least taking it seriously. And yeah. They, they still require masks. And, but, uh, the, the, yeah, it's it's the hospital overload. We have a big hospital system, so I'm not as worried. And I think more people are vaccinated in the city than in the rural places, which are the, really the ones that get overloaded. So we'll see. Um, I, I haven't looked at our numbers, but no one has had any kind of horrible stories that I've heard yet. So I may just be lucky. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm getting sidetracked because I haven't talked to you guys in a no. while and I love both of you. It's no, fun. I love you too. But I will yeah, have to Texas sorry, is, so. um, No, no, no. Let's go ahead and do yeah. this. Yeah. So let's just go ahead and do. Or Trevor, do you have the last thoughts? No, I, I, I don't. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> it's a mess. Like I, I feel like I feel like we've all said the exact same goddamn thing. It's a mess. I enjoyed it. You know, like that's yeah. like. Or sure. Trevor, you, you're the one that said less so. Yeah, I'm. I don't. <sighs> I've been watching a lot of horror movies. I started October Uh-oh. early, and uh, this is not let. Uh, uh, aside from like the what moments, you know, this exactly. didn't leave that was, a that was uh, huge that was impression. That was that was. Oh, I could. Like, I was, would highly recommend that. It was yeah. pretty good. <laughs> it was good. Do, can um, you do that for me? I want to have that just for like mgp and stuff well like uh, yeah sure. i can't do i can't even remotely do it it's like it sounds like somebody grabbed tim allen's balls um, <laughs> like, that's my it's like why is it so high-pitched i hate it i hate myself why am i why am i in this body i hate it <laughs> it's dark that's um, the whole that's that's exactly uh, Gabriel. Apparently, there's a monster in the back of my skull. Hey, please continue, Trevor. I'm so sorry. They would not. Hollywood would much even less prefer my version, which is just kill yourself. I mean, that'll kill Gabriel real good. Uh, now I kind of, I, I, I kind of thought it was going to go that way, and then it didn't. And I was sort of like, I, I don't know, like, want to say I was upset by that, but I was like, I was like, lady, she's killing yeah, the people. Is, after you yeah. killed 50 cops, it might be a little selfish. That was kind of yeah. what I thought. Like I was like, I was like, I was like, I could do this, you know. I could knife myself. I mean, if I'm murdering like my loved ones, or I'm gonna murder my sisters, like yeah. I'm like, I could do it. I could do it, you know. Yeah. Sorry, that's that's a super dark way to talk about suicide. That's super dark, but at the same time, like also like yeah, there's just there's no practice. Like sorry, it might cross your mind, you know. Like, the yeah. issue of this movie she is should have at least considered it once. That's all. Yeah. It feels there's like a little no weird. There's no practicality in this movie. There's just ocean castles that are abandoned in Maine, which is hilarious. Yeah, like when her <laughs> sister goes to investigate, I, she I, sees I, it on the horizon, I, and I she's like. <laughs> Yeah, what? literally like a trillion dollar property. I, I just remember just how <laughs> stupid those castle was, and it was a nice. It was a nice Sorry, I I've like been to Maine recently, and we were literally like me and my parents are like we're like we're not like we're like comfortably upper middle class, and we were driving around Maine like looking on Zillow, and like me and my dad were like let's look on Zillow, and we're like a billion dollars. That's a billion dollar property, and we were just driving along the coast, and it, like if you drive along the coast, you see all these houses, and they look like shit, and they're on the coast, and they're just like a billion billion dollars and you're like what the fuck and sorry that was my point I was like, is this, I was like, this is good weather on the coast with a castle that's that's a trillion dollar property sorry like I was like I, I specifically have just recently been to Maine and I was just sitting there like 
nah. I hate how that that's like the specific moment of this movie that broke my brain. And then you go into the castle and there's like dilapidated like desks from the 1800s. Not that period of history, bud. <laughs> no, <I'm> like <laughs> yeah, plus, plus, plus modern hospital beds, very, very, very well. Yeah, okay, specifically, <laughs> it it had sort of what I like to call a James Bond Q aesthetic, <laughs> where it looks yeah, it's like exactly it's an right. Egyptian mausoleum, but there's also VHS tapes that still yeah. work. Have you have you guys tried to play a VHS recently? VHS. Don't age well. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've tried to play Twister on VHS the other day and like one of those little portable TVs because I was bored. Uh, (laughs) Like I was bored and I had a tiny TV and a VHS of Twister and I was like, I'm going to watch this tiny Twister. <laughs> and and it became fun of watching a bad version of Twister in 720. And I it was is, like, it is nice. I was like, I could really just go find this on YouTube for you in could. like 4K. There's something about the there is, but there's something about the VHS. Mm, the, the terribleness is just oh yeah 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 when it like jumps scenes and <laughs> it's like right. it's like the VHS is super degraded oh, I love it I love and it, it and like I, yeah exactly because the whole tape crunches and goes and it just like starts it starts revving faster for some unknown reason I love it you can't beat that like whenever DVDs get a scratch on them and they pixelate you don't know what's gonna happen you could like move forward 30 minutes or just not be able to finish the movie that, yeah. that, that, that has nothing on VHSs. VHSs, it's oh, like, yeah. it's all there. You know, you're just oh, going to yeah. roll past it. It's going to keep going. Even if it's, I, wa- I watched yeah. the, a beautiful, beautiful 4K restoration of the 1980s movie, The Fog, which, you know, being a movie about fog. Wait, really wait, beautiful. The Fog? Yeah, the 1980s The Fog by John uh, There's a 4K remaster that is wow, very beautiful. Oh, uh, I know. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, Ghost, Ghost Pirate movie. Yeah, the, uh, the good one, the 1980s one. Yeah, sorry, not the you bad. even said yeah, it. Yeah, that was a really, really bad movie. There's a real uh, sorry. I like I, I haven't actually seen the 1980s one, but I no, know. It's okay. Some people don't know it's a remake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I know it. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> don't, don't, don't. I'm a movie geek. Come on. But, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I'm teasing. <laughs> I I miss one of the things I miss that I don't understand why Houston and Austin and everywhere gets these is like y'all 70 millimeter. There ain't a 70 millimeter in the state of North Carolina, and I don't know why. Even if you go to like really like gringy like you know cool kid places like Asheville you're like there and I'm like why can't I get 70 millimeter in Asheville Asheville. fuck you I just I just it's just like one thing that just like the east coast just doesn't have any truck with and I'm just sort of like always like annoyed by that I still don't think I've seen a film in 70 millimeter that is actually sad I saw the IMAX how many millimeters is IMAX oh dude fuck fuck IMAX it's not it's not film IMAX is film. I mean, some like the one that Christopher Nolan uses. I, I I love there are you, a lot like, of IMAX digital. Dude, do you remember seeing seventy millimeter, the master and seventy millimeter? We watched that together, right? Oh, it was beautiful. That was fantastic. You remember seeing Amy Adams' eyes in a close up change color, like randomly in the master, and just being like, "This is digital retranslated back to seventy millimeter," and I love every fucking second of that. Her eyes you know? changed color. Oh, yeah. it's like a whole thing in the movie. It's like she's like a fucking crazy psychopath. Well, I like, know there's like, like scenes where. Yeah, like they're not wearing any clothes suddenly and shit. It's like, but I never like noticed that. The cult, like, there's a cult leader from Philosopher Hoffa, but she's like kind of the, the creepier, more like dark version of him, even. And exactly. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like basically hypnotizing uh, 
Joaquin Phoenix and she and he's like yeah it's like yeah. watch as my eyes change color and like they digitally change color but then 70 million interjects right had a very very odd feel to it that was well it's odd. also just 70 like 70 you don't have to project as like big I, I feel this is like the thing it's less 70 is true. not is so big it, it's not about 70 just, millimeter yeah, 70 millimeter is not about projecting on the biggest possible screen. It's about giving definition on a screen big enough for your eyes and just looking into the definition and being like, oh, that bitch is there. Sorry, I, I've said bitch three times in this podcast. It's because I'm drunk and came here and I don't say bitch regularly. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, it's not a it's not it's like a weird thing for me to say it. And it's just because like. Katie, into like, Freddy Krueger, no, Katie calls me like bitch, and it's like a fun thing that we do, and it's like I enjoy it because like a woman calling me bitch is like kind of fun. It is fun. Sorry, I, it is fun. I was like, it's I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm it, it is fun. Yeah, it's fine. Like, it, like in the context, it's like I walked out of like us laughing over malignant, and I came up here, and I'm like, I'm gonna say bitch a bunch, and now I'm like. Oh, this is horrifying. I'm the worst person ever. I'm planning on making at least one basic bitch joke in our D&D campaign. Dude, Bob, you got to chill. You got to chill, Bob. <laughs> oh, we, you, you need to name my character. character, is that a character so, like, response? My current character name is Lucky Mulligan. It's a stand in. I need to come up with a better name. Okay. I'll All right. Well, I'll, I'll keep the uh, Oscar spell song was the other contender and I hate it. Mm, yeah, mm. the Oscar spell song. I mean, you could call me Oz, which is still kind of bad because you can <laughs> in the terrible battle. I, what am I going to do with Oz? Like, I, I don't want to do it. I, I kind of want to do it, but I don't want to do it. Yeah. Zardoz. No, oh, I would go with Zardoz because then it's just like deep. <laughs> yeah, right. And you can call me Zarzar. I don't know. Zarzar. You can come up with something. You got to Very come close to Jar Jar, unfortunately. Yeah, that was too close. <laughs> oh, you're I so had a right. Name, I had a you're name I was thinking so of right. like that, too. And I was like, no, that's too close to Jar Jar. Well, you went Rabob and you know you're going to be Bob in this campaign, right? <laughs> like, you know that intrinsically. I know you you're going to call me Bob. You can't make me say Rabob. Like, I'm not going to say Rabob. And I appreciate you sticking to the Loxodon pathfinder methodology of the of like character naming i i really appreciate you looking at those names coming up with a good one and you're gonna be bob you're gonna be bob oh it's not a loxodon name at all it's babar spelled backwards (laughs) oh okay well fuck her (laughs) (laughs) you're just bob Uh, all right we need to fucking score this Ben, can you give me a score, please? Okay. <laughs> so 6.5. Um, oh, okay. That makes me feel so much better. I'm sorry. Please continue. <laughs> no, I was maybe coming up to 7, but I can't deny a lot of... Now that I've gotten some distance from the movie, I can go, wow, a lot of that was just dumb. You know, not like, like not even intentionally so. Um, it's certainly a total, total mess. I can't deny that, but I think it is uh, one that is... I would recommend, even if I don't think you would like it, because it's not like any other movie. Um, I will say my big complaint about the film uh, is uh, don't make this almost two hours or over two hours. It's too long. It is too long. This is a 90 minute movie, man. 60 minutes of spooky spook, 30 minutes of, of backwards lady killing folk. You the know, spook, the spook is actually not particularly good too. No, the spook is not that spook. Yeah. Uh, it was just, which is part of the problem. I think if you're going to make I, like I that, really hap- it's definitely funnier than it is scary. Yeah, the other movies reminds me of in terms of just taking that like tonal like oh this now is uh, a much better movie again. Um, what lies beneath? 
but that mm. movie, it's like ha- the first two hours is like a Hitchcock movie, and then it turns into like a crazy uh, run away I, from. A, I I, a I hate movie. every movie you've compared this movie to. I love you very much, but like you're like this oh, is, like drag me to hell and what lies beneath. I'm like stop naming better good. movies. Give <laughs> me based on a good movie and be bad. Have you heard of I, I, barbed wire? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 okay, yeah, 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 solid, solid, solid hit, solid hit. Good one, um, good one, Ben. So, uh, <laughs> but that what, what I'm trying to use one of the example of because it's better is that actually does feel like a true Hitchcock thriller thriller for the first um, first first two thirds of that movie, which is what you think you're watching. Um, this does not feel like a true James Wan uh, thriller. Uh, like I said, it opens with a Gotham castle. Hitch- and, Hitchcock uh, is such an unfair. I hate that because I hate that. <sighs> Hitchcock is on an unfair comparison for like everybody. No one. No, I know, I know. But I'm talking yeah. about Robert Zemeckis doing Hitchcock and then James Wan doing Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's funneled down. <laughs> it's, it's not extra virgin olive oil. It's, you know, a third or second person. Um, that's my favorite comparison in the history of this podcast. <laughs> to be entirely honest, like straight up, <laughs> like I was Robert Zemeckis doing Hitchcock and, and James Wan doing Robert Zemeckis. That's like I like I intrinsically understand that and love it. That's it's, it's beautiful. It's like the it's Bojack beautiful. Horseman yeah, thing. So I'm a, like a Xerox of a Xerox of a Xerox. Exactly. I think it's more like him doing Sam Raimi, who was doing Lucio Fulci. You know, like it's that kind of. Yeah. Exactly. Now. Exactly. Like we're so mixed up at this point. We we can't identify even what the themes it, are. It, it is a problem I always worried about, which is like, okay, Tarantino and, and Paul Thomas Anderson, these these guys in the nineties, they're they're taking all these big directors they watched all their life and then funneling down into this new form. What happens when people rip off Tarantino and all those people instead yeah. of the stuff yeah. before they are ripping off? You know what I mean? Like, I think this is a good example of the concern that can happen. It's like, it, if you're trying it, to it's, it's rip off dark man, instead yeah. of ripping off what dark man was ripping off. Like, I think does you get malignant probably. <laughs> That's exactly I what still think get. it's good. Cause like a dilution of a, of a hilarious, amazing movie like dark man is still pretty fun. I uh, compared it with a lot of the movies out there, but I can't deny it's kind of messy and a big, I, I get if you don't love it, so that's why I'm getting six point five. No, I I I I I respect it exactly. Which I'm gonna say a six on my end because, yeah, no, it's a bad movie, but it's a fun movie, and I had a really great time. And like, ironically, like we reviewed Tomorrow Never Dies last week, and I mm-hmm. kind of honestly would recommend this before Tomorrow Never Dies, which is hateful because I gave Tomorrow Never Dies a higher score and I'm really hurt hurt in my soul about that because I weirdly like Tomorrow I, I weirdly like what Tomorrow I Never Dies what, what did we give it do you remember Tomorrow is a weird one it it's we gave it you gave it a 5 I gave it a 6.5 yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's about right yeah that's I, I, I somewhere I, in there probably 6 I love to, uh, sorry Tomorrow Never Dies is one of those triumphs of me like being a critic over being honest because like Tomorrow Never Die was like the first Bond movie I saw in theaters same yeah yeah because it though it's our Go, we're the same Gold, age Gold, so Gold obviously Night, yeah Golden Eye was you're too young for Golden Eye we're too I young was, but yeah. my dad showed it to, my dad showed me Golden Eye when I was really young because he loved it so I was like I, but I was like legitimately like 10 years old watching Golden Eye being like this is some crazy shit and I'm like yeah. Tomorrow watching tomorrow never dies in theaters and being like this is some more crazy ass shit and then world is not enough and i'm like this is bad 
sorry that's like it's it's i hate i hate to say it but like you know it is what it is like i came up i i grew up during the brosden era and so it is defines my association with bond and it's uncomfortable it's it's, you know it's your first snl cast you you watch and your first bonds you watch oh snl snl's like snl's a good hit because like yeah i hate him the the best cast is always the one you grew up on yeah yeah (laughs) She she can still make me laugh, and I, I hate her, but so I'm not gonna get into it. But anyway, we're going into SNL. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, Trevor, what do you score it? I give it a six. Um, yeah, I laugh a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. I've been watching so many like old scary movies, and like you know that I've always meant to see that this you know it's like being unfairly compared and it's been a while but also like I, I will go I will go watch The Conjuring which I've also never seen by him too you know and I think similar the, I don't know the similar Conjuring for me is a much better movie yeah well Period. and this is like yeah. no my only other James Wan movie I think I've seen is probably Aquaman which is a similar kind of enjoyment for me I probably still better again you've named two movies that are far better than this yeah. movie which is yeah. that's that's like the issue with this with a everybody's like well it reminds me of this and i'm like that is a better movie that's but i like enjoy awesome like, this movie i don't i understand that we all enjoyed this movie i had a good time with it yeah. but like everybody needs to stop naming like a way better movie like i'm sorry aquaman, aquaman is aquaman is a better movie <laughs> i think like, it is it's better. not a way better but it's like a better movie okay i'm sorry uh-huh. but i might end up giving it like the same score or something because I enjoy it a similar way and that this is messy but it's fun and Aquaman is a solid dumb seven this is a smart six how about that it's like you said Jake with the themes in this that's the other thing I wanted to say is like I'll be the one to like get attached to the themes going wrong and be upset about it I don't even know what (laughs) it's like I don't this is literally how I led you to murder an entire civilization Trevor in (laughs) D&D so like let's not talk about like yes how you get attached to themes and you need to come them have them come full circle <laughs> no, I, I would agree with you that it, like this movie doesn't even have like the themes this is so unclear that we don't even know what the themes are kind of i literally through theater convinced you to murder a billion people <laughs> so that is the thing you have to live with now <laughs> And then everybody told me I made the wrong decision and I didn't understand what was going on. I love I love how your wife came into the room and was like, Trevor, what are you doing? <laughs> not how it happened. Did she not, how did it happen? I went to bed and she was there and she was like, yeah, I don't think you totally understood what was happening. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, cool. Sorry. Check out the pen and paper pod or other podcasts. It's great. We're starting our fourth season now with a different DM, which I'm very excited because you guys get to see me act as a P as a, I don't think you, I don't think you've ever seen me be a player, Trevor. Nope. Oh, this is going to be, <laughs> this is going to be so good. <laughs> <laughs> This is gonna be great. <laughs> I'm gonna have Ben be a guest cast. I'm gonna have Katie be a guest cast. Oh, we should just have everybody be a guest cast for like one day. We just have like 30 players. It's gonna be great. Oh, I just want it so bad. All right. <laughs> uh, we give it this. We give Malignant a six out of ten, which feels solidly right. If that makes any sense. <laughs> solidly right. <laughs> For the Movie Gang Podcast, this has been Ben Haworth with his 
beautiful cat ears. I love them, Ben. I really genuinely want I, want I also them like them. how you like have started Ugh. attaching them to your face for like you stroke them like one would stroke their beard while they're thinking. I mean, they're, they're very Not to make yourself aesthetic. conscious about it. No, but they're very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Ben, I've bought a pair and I won't use them because you're that's your style. Oh, on thank this you. Podcast. It's his thing. Like, I like legitimately. <laughs> don't I don't want to be like, I like legitimately am not going to ape your style on a podcast, but I'm like totally like, I was like, son of a bitch. Maybe if I start like, streaming, it'll be like my, I know the cat ears are very popular. Okay. Well, you're not world. original. You're not original on streaming. That's what no, I was going to say. The, the combo beard and glasses and, you know, maybe hey, this is new. I don't know. There might be 300 of these. So I don't know. Why don't you stream on our channel? We need to talk about whether or not we like do some co-streaming stuff and like. should. Because like one of the things that if we like made time periods and managed to channel together, we could probably like push enough content to actually make this shit work. Because like the thing that gets everybody is like the time period and the content. You know what I mean? It's such a bitch. Twitch is insane. Twitch is insane. Hopefully it gets knocked down a peg now that uh, Pornhub will stream gaming as well. What a world. Oh, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, Pornhub won't do non-con porn, but it'll do gaming. <laughs> I don't. Which sorry, is really like, worse. I, I, I don't know why that's bad. Sorry, I have a lot of like, I have not specific you, Ben, but I have a lot of like friends that are like really upset about the fact that Pornhub won't do non-con anymore. Or it's like, it's like you say rape play, like clearly it's not real. If people get really upset about that and i'm like i was like i don't have a dog in this fight i'm really not gonna engage here <laughs> like, that's, you know that's I mean? a twitter one you you walk through and you go cool you know what the, I mean? i'll read the summary article about sweet. you sweet kotaku's gonna be on this like asap it's great yeah, <laughs> and i'm gonna hate myself for reading a kotaku article it's great <laughs> I mean, what do you want me what do you want you don't lie you read a kotaku article and you hate yourself Okay, let's end this while we yeah, still have Jesus. cogency. <laughs> this is what is this? This is our malignant fifty-eight minute malignant review. <laughs> it was it was barely a malignant review. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, we're the Movie Gang Podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, this has been the Tuscan Shed Media production of the Movie Gang Podcast. I've been your host, Jack Newman. This has been Trevor Flynn and Ben Howard from everyone here at the Tuscan Shed Media Network. And by extension, I just, uh, blah, blah, blah. by extension, <laughs> the Movie Gang Podcast. Thanks for listening. That doesn't feel like, seem like two Manhattans. Two Manhattans isn't that many Manhattans for you. Are they both singles?